Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are in the world tuning in to episode 16 of A Voice from the Ever Change. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, if uh, you're returning, uh, thank you for continuing to allow me uh, to guide uh, you through these meditations, through my latest book, A Voice from the Ever Change. I hope it's helping uh, the current situation wherever you find yourself in, in your mind, body, and heart uh, during the coronavirus challenge. Uh, if you're new, if you're joining just now today, thank you for joining me. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Uh, thank you. So this is a meditation program. And so I'll just briefly go through uh, how it unfolds if you're new here. Uh, so I'll ring the bell, just like what you heard a moment ago, and then I will uh, guide a meditation into silence. Then in the silence of meditation, I will offer a poem. This poem is from my book entitled A Voice from the Ever Change. And then I'll offer a commentary on the poem as well, uh, also from the book. And then after that, I usually talk, I say a few words, uh, whatever comes to mind. I'm uh, completely improvising at that point, just off the rails, uh, just riffing and talking, maybe about coronavirus, maybe about uh, anything uh, meditation related. And by the way, if there are any questions or comments about what you hear tonight or today, wherever, uh, or what you've heard in the videos before, do send those along through Messenger or through Instagram. Uh, I will be checking those and I'm doing a Q&A session in just two days from now on Sunday at the same time. Uh, so I'll be addressing any questions that I get sent over. And I already have a stack of questions that I'm working my way through, some really great ones. Uh, so that's good. I love that. Uh, keep it up. And if anybody would like a PDF copy of the book, A Voice from the Ever Change, if you might like to read along with the poems, uh, that's fine as well. Do send me a message with your email address. I'm happy to send out uh, PDFs of the book as well. So some people find that helpful to read along. What I do recommend, though, is you allow the words to the poem and the commentary to guide your awareness wherever it may want to go. So treating the uh, poem and the commentary as a part of the guided meditation. Now in the following poem, this is by the way, poem three of the resting chapter, chapter two, sorry, poem four uh, of uh, chapter two, uh, the chapter on resting. Uh, so if you are following along, it'll be easy for you to find there. Uh, this commentary in particular is written like a meditation. And it has in it uh, insight questions. So when those questions come up during the commentary, you don't need to answer the questions. But allow the questions to guide your awareness wherever it may want to go. So if answers start coming up, that's just more thinking. So anytime during meditation, if you find that you're distracted by your thoughts, what you can do is label those thoughts with the word thinking. And that will allow the thoughts to dissolve. You can then bring your awareness back to the present moment. So 
typically when we hear a question, we start to want to answer that question. That's our, our normal, natural, habitual mind, right? So when these questions come up in the commentary, you don't need to answer them. You can just allow yourself to rest with the question and allow the question to continue to guide you through the meditation. So that's a little bit of background on what we're going to do this evening. I think that's all I need to say for now. So I'll ring the bell, I'll guide us into silence, and we'll take it from there. Thank you again. I hope you enjoy. So allowing the body, mind, and heart to rest. Just coming into this present moment experience. Noticing sensations of the breath as it enters and leaves the nose. There might be a cool or a dry sensation at the nostrils or perhaps simply noticing the temperature changing from cooler to warmer as you inhale and exhale. Noticing the breath as it touches the back of the throat. There might be a tingling or a dry sensation there. You might also notice sensations arising as the rib cage expands and contracts with each breath. There might be sensations of clothing moving to adjust with the rising and falling of the body. Noticing the shoulders rising and falling with each breath. You might also notice the abdomen rising as you breathe in and falling as you breathe out. Noticing the back moving out on the in-breath and in on the out-breath. And as you breathe in and breathe out, you might also notice the body straightening up slightly on the in-breath and leaning forward slightly on the out-breath. And so we'll rest right there for a few moments, maintaining awareness on the sensations of the breathing process. From the nose, the back of the throat, the chest and shoulders and abdomen and back, and any other sensations that you might notice arising as a result of the breathing process. And just rest breathing in and breathing out. And now while maintaining awareness on the of the breath from the nose to the abdomen, the abdomen to the nose, allow awareness to expand again to include sensations of clothing 
against the shoulders. Noticing the arms against the body. The hands resting against the body or touching each other. You might also notice sensations of clothing against the back. The weight of the body against the chair, mat or floor. There might be sensations of clothing against the legs. Noticing the feet against the mat or the floor. There might also be sensations arising from the face, including the lips, the nose and the eyes, the forehead. Perhaps sensations arising from the ears, the sides of the neck. There might be sensations arising from the back of the neck and the back of the head. Noticing any sensations arising from the top of the head, the very crown of the head. And so we'll rest right there for a few moments, maintaining awareness on the sensations of the breath from the nose to the abdomen, the abdomen to the nose, and sensations arising throughout the body from the top of the head to the bottoms of the feet. And if at any time during the meditation you become distracted by thoughts, simply label those thoughts thinking, which will allow the thoughts to dissolve and gently return back to the present moment experience. And now, while maintaining awareness on the sensations of the breath and the body, allow awareness to expand again to include any sounds which might be available during this present moment experience. You might notice the sound of a fan or a heater or an air conditioning. There might be the sound of a conversation nearby or a neighbor's television. Perhaps the sound of wind or rain. Or if you live near water, perhaps the sound of a river or an ocean. There might be a bird song or the meow of a kitten.
not focusing on any one sound in particular, but noticing the entire field of sounds, hearing all of the sounds all at the same time, as if we were listening to the universe orchestrate the soundtrack of the present moment. No sound is inherently out of place. each sound finding its perfect place in the rhythm of the present moment. And in addition to the sounds, paying close attention to the quality of still silence within the sense of hearing. There's always a backdrop of silent space in the present moment. And so we'll rest listening to the silence and sound, resting with the breath and body, and just rest. Breathing in and breathing out. Again, allowing the words to the following poem and commentary to serve as a guided meditation, allowing the words to guide you wherever your awareness may want to go. Resting in open, clear awareness, vast as the deep blue sky. This is freedom. Out of this spaciousness, the thinking mind creates structures, a house of belief, a cabin of dogma, a fortress behind the walls of attraction, aversion, and indifference. Something we so easily forget is each habitat is a choice. Choose resting. Resting in the body, resting in the mind, resting in the heart. Just rest. The commentary. Resting right here. There is only ever just this. It is both nothing and not nothing. Only just a tacit, restless awareness. Each breath is delicious, yet there is no one there who tastes. Each sensation is heavenly. There is no one there who feels. A thought arises like a cloud passing through the sky. 
by not entertaining the thought, the cloud passes without obscuring the sky. Another thought, hmm, this thought seems a bit fluffy. Maybe I'll follow this one for a while. The clouds billow out and the spacious sky is now covered. Come back to the resting and just rest. Notice how each thought creates a seemingly solid structure within the space of empty awareness itself. Obscuring the freedom inherent in its very nature. Some of these structures are indeed like clouds, soft, wispy, and ephemeral. They don't mean much to us. But some of these thought structures we take great care to build, reinforce, fortify, and inhabit. They take on a quality of a warm, comfortable home, which we mis mistakenly believe will last forever. After they are erected in place, we may study and research in order to strengthen the walls of our beautiful house of belief. We might earn degrees from prestigious institutions in order to give our mental constructions foundations of validity and unwavering authority. From the illusion of safety within these fortresses that we defend with our place from all which we fear, loathe, and abhor. We might occasionally go on excursions to collect that which we love, but mostly we hide in our cabins of dogma and belief from all that we hate and ignoring all that we know nothing about. We seem to forget that the very structures that we love, cherish, and find our safety in come to us at a price, namely, the hefty cost of freedom, openness, responsiveness, freshness, vitality, and creativity. When we allow the body to rest, when we do absolutely, completely nothing in or with the body, what happens? You might notice the sensations of the body seem to arise and pass. When we allow the mind to rest, when we can rest fully and thoroughly in the mind, what happens to our thoughts? You might notice that those thoughts too seem to arise and pass.
when we allow the heart to rest, when we fall into complete release of all feelings and emotions, what happens in the heart? You may be as still as an undisturbed lake, as calm as a sleeping cat, as peaceful as the gentle breeze. Yet before long, you are in pursuit again, chasing that juicy dream, making a to-do list of vacations unfulfilled, or solving that one problem that has been gnawing at you for months, much in the same way a poodle might gnaw on a juicy bone. This is your golden opportunity. Recognize right at that moment how you feel. You might notice a tension has arisen in the body, perhaps a tightness in the jaw, or a clenching in the arms and shoulders, or perhaps a tightening behind the eyes. If this is so, ask yourself, what am I resisting right now? Or is resistance necessary at this very moment? Tension in the body is indicative of a resistance. In any case, this is certainly not resting. A resisting mind and a resisting body is not a resting mind and a resting body. A thinking mind is not a resting mind. Gently return and rest. One cannot be both clinging to experience and at rest at the same time. Equally true, one cannot be pushing against experience and resting at the same time. Attraction and aversion, preference and prejudice, dissolve within the resting state. If indifference arises, rest in the indifference and look. Look directly at the experience of indifference. Keep looking. Keep resting. Resting in the body, resting in the mind, resting in the heart. In this state, there is no dogma, no fortress, no belief. There is only rest, just rest.
so this is, a, I think, my fourth or fifth uh, poem or episode uh, pointing directly at this resting practice, which I love so much for my own practice, and I very much enjoy teaching it. I find it so relieving to, to, to know and to understand that we can rest we can find rest in whatever storm we find ourselves in. That the natural state of the human nervous system is resting. Now, that gets obscured very often by thoughts, by, as I was pointing to, the clouds, the storms that pass through the mind. And the idea there is just to rest again. Each time we get distracted, we get caught up in one of the storms. In a way that can be thought of as, as a meditation bell. And so that's what I was pointing at in the commentary about the, the tension that arises. We feel the tension arising, the clenching in the jaw, the tightening of the shoulders, the abdomen, the chest closing. When we feel that, that's the meditation bell. Ding. Rest. Now, if it's anger that's arising or fear, that arguably can be quite challenging. And it does take practice. And so that's why I offer resting as a meditation practice so that one can, in the silence of meditation, begin to cultivate this quality of resting so that when one is well-versed in that practice, when they find themselves confronted with anger or uh, uh, trapped in a reactive pattern of fear, or it could be the other way, it could be a desire or a lust, something that we're craving, and we get caught in that. Again, it's a, it's a very similar physical sensation. There'll be a collapsing down on that craving, there'll be a tightening uh, in the abdomen area perhaps, or the back. There might be a, a rush of blood to the face or to the genitals. But that, that craving, that desire comes forth. We can use that as a meditation bell. Ding. Rest. Just rest. So allowing the body to be a barometer for right action, or right action as in right versus wrong, uh, but right action as in skillful action. When we feel the body out of that resting state, we know, oh, there's something, something is awry here. I'm caught in this reactivity. I feel the tension in the body. I know that I'm going to react rather than respond to the present moment. Let me find this resting. Then you might bring yourself back to the present moment by listening to the sounds, what's happening in the aural field, the sound of traffic moving by, the sound of the bird song, the sound of the music on the radio, the sound of 
a dog barking, whatever sound is in the present moment, sounds are always right now. Allow the sound to ground you back into the present moment. Then you can feel the body, the sensations of clothing on the skin, the feet against the ground, the breath entering and leaving the nose. Rest, just rest. And so that's the baseline. When we can establish that resting, that's a really good place to set the bar, if you will. And I, I have found resting practice to be so helpful in the current world crisis, this COVID-19. Because it's so easy, right, to get caught up in reactivity. We just turn on the news. I, I don't watch the news anymore. That's too much for me. I sometimes open the CNN app on my phone and read that. And then it's a really good test. See if you can read the news or watch the news and remain at rest at the same time. That's, that's challenging. Anytime you feel tension, maybe you even want to start to cry. Say, oh, that's the meditation bell, the tension in the eyes, the tears coming, the breath. Listen to the sounds, not of the television. Listen to the sound, some other sound. Come back to the present moment. Come back to the resting. There's always a state of resting that can be found. And I think of it as resting on three levels. You've heard me mention this before, if you've tuned in before. Uh, resting in the body, that's kind of the surface level resting. That's where we notice tension in the body. You can ask yourself, what am I resisting right now? If there's tension in the body, there's a resistance to the present moment. That's the first bell. So, oh, there's tension in the shoulders. What am I? Just rest. I don't need to resist anything. There's also resting in the mind. You feel the tension in the shoulders. You can say, what am I resisting right now? Then the mind says, well, of course, I'm resisting this present moment because my friends are sick or there's so much suffering in the world or I wish I could do something more. I wish I could just go to the movies, whatever it is. That's the second meditation bell. Oh, I'm resisting in my thoughts. Let me rest in the mind. Let those thoughts go. And you can label any thought process, you can just say thinking. That shines the light of awareness on the unaware thought process. You say thinking, those thoughts will dissolve. Come back to the present moment. Then there's resting in the heart. That's actually a little more subtle than the body and mind. And this might just feel like a tightness in the chest or a tightness behind the eyes or a tightness in the jaw. And you might feel shut down. 
I don't care anymore. I just want this to be over. Any of those kind of feelings of indifference is a resistance in the heart. And I don't mean to be disparaging towards any particular belief system here, but I, I notice that people who have these uh, conspiracy theories are very indifferent. There might be a correlation there, I don't know. So if we notice any kind of tension there in that area of the body, what am I resisting right now in my heart? Can I open my heart to this present moment? Can I rest in the heart? When we are resting in the heart, emotions will arise, but they also pass. If we don't get trapped in the thought process, so maybe anger arises, then the mind might say, oh, I can't believe they did this, or I can't believe they said that. Why, why is that person the presidency or whatever we're angry about? Mind is just going, 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 rah, 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 rah. That will keep the anger in place. So then anger stays. Then again, we just say thinking, those thoughts will dissolve. We can feel the anger arise and then it passes through the heart. If we allow the heart to rest, allow the mind to rest, allow the body to rest, anger will arise. And because it's of the nature of arising, it's of the nature of ceasing. Anything that arises ceases. If it arises, it passes, including any emotional state. So I think that's all I want to say now, this evening, or this morning, if you're tuning in in the States, or this afternoon if you're in Europe. Uh, if anybody is curious about guided rested meditation practices, there are a few on my website. Please do visit that. Uh, the website is www.suchsweetthunder.org. All of my guided meditation videos are for free. So I'm not here trying to sell anything, uh, but at your own leisure, if you wish, uh, go visit uh, the resting meditation practices. I, I really highly recommend them in this uh, particular world crisis. Uh, anytime, really, they're wonderful practices, but they really serve uh, moments of anxiety, moments of stress, moments of tension. Uh, resting practice really serves those moments. If there are any questions or comments, uh, send them along. Happy to field those. I'll be doing a Q&A, as I mentioned at the beginning. I'll be doing a Q&A on Sunday at the same time. Uh, so love the questions. Keep them coming. If you'd like a PDF copy of the book, I'm happy to send that out. Again, just send me a message with your email address. And if you, so if you'd like to follow along in the book, you can see where I make mistakes. <laughs> and uh, send those corrections along as well. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay clean. Please, please, please obey your social distancing, whatever the government has put forth in your area. 
uh, it works. We're, we're seeing it working in places that are doing the social distancing, the curve is flattening. We need this. Uh, as one doctor uh, said that I was watching today, we need to not act as individuals, but we need to act as a population. And it's not often that we get called to act in that way. And in a way, you can consider it an honor, right? It's an honor to serve humanity. Just by staying home, we're serving humanity. Just by staying two meters away from the guy at the grocery store, we're serving humanity. It's not that hard. Just requires a little diligence. So I know I'm preaching to the choir now. Uh, so <laughs> again, have a good morning, have a good evening, have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow.